more than ever, we need to be true to who we really are. We can't hide ourselves anymore. What I've learned is that fear of judgment and the opening up and coming out of the spiritual closet for me, my tug from what my purpose is, is stronger than my fear. And realizing what I know is that on the other side of fear is massive breakthrough and massive growth. Welcome to Soul Sisters Get Real, the show that goes deep in who we really are and why we are really here. We're your hosts, Karen from the States and Eleni from Australia. We've had heartfelt conversations as soul sisters for years, and we're ready to share our truths, stories, and life lessons with you. And to inspire you to connect to your truest essence, which resides deep within your soul. There'll be tears, there'll be laughter, and there'll be no holding back. So sit back, relax, and let's get real about the things that truly matter. Hello everybody, in today's episode we're going to be talking about coming out of the spiritual closet. Why is it important to come out of the spiritual closet? Why is it important to be true to who we really are, to show ourselves to the world? And we're also going to be talking about the fears that we hold about owning who we are and how we did it, our particular stories. So tell me, Karen, tell me about why you think it's important that we come out of the spiritual closet to begin with. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Today is such a perfect day for us to do this episode because today is a day that I am feeling raw and vulnerable and naked out there. That whole coming out and being who many people don't know who I am or who I've become. And it's a beautiful thing. And yet it's really scary. And I have been pushing through this all day, this, that that we are doing this, that this isn't the way I grew up, you know, in religion, that uh, Mm -hmm. the judgment piece, the, my tribe is going to judge me or think that I'm not religious anymore or I'm evil. The, um, I don't, you know, have my relationship with God, which I have like he and Jesus, I've said this before in my rock. And yet, because I've opened up spiritually to, to me, this whole new world. And what, when I really thought about it, knowing we were going to talk about this today between you and I, Lenny is, um, it's more of an opening up to being non-judgmental and being okay with others having different views than us and not expecting mm-hmm. them to follow word for word whatever the rules are and that for me like I'm a rule follower so coming out and doing this and writing this book with Josh about our relationship and the connection we have and getting messages from him and feeling him is very scary so I would you know like what do you think about that whole coming out was it scary for you did you Feel yeah, like yeah, really, really scary. But in terms of like, first of all, just talking about why, why is it important to to even come out in the first place? I think that we just need to talk that point first because it's a, it's important because more than ever we need to be true to who we really are. We can't hide ourselves anymore. We have to be true to who are we. And the thing is, this is what I found, Karen, is that um, when I'm true and I speak from my heart and I show my vulnerability, then others around me do that as well. So as an example, um, my personal trainer, 
she said to me, something happened and I'm only telling you because I know you will understand. And that's because she knows that I'm that I believe in the universe having your back. I believe that the universe works for you. I believe that there is no such thing as coincidences. And so she was telling me about a situation that happened to her that was really incredible. And she didn't want to share that that story with anyone else. So when we are true and we show ourselves for who we really are and that we see that we are part of this magical universe where so many more things are happening than we can see with our naked eye, there are spirits, there are angels, there is a family of light that's there to support us and we speak about those things, then it gives permission for others to to basically share their stories with us. Have you found that more people are open with you? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I remember about a year and a half ago, so about a year and a half after Josh passed away, passed on, uh, I had someone reach out to me that had been uh, someone in our community and someone actually that was a client to me at one time, but she would still reach out periodically. And I remember her saying, you know, I've always felt close to angels, but I didn't know really what it was. And Josh keeps coming to me. Like I had him in a dream and I'm getting like, I'm feeling him around me. And she didn't even know Josh personally. Oh, actually her daughter went to school with Josh. So she did know Josh and who he was. And um, she said, I feel really weird telling you this, but I feel like I can because I've heard you say a few things on Facebook about your connection with Josh. And I don't think she would have ever opened up to anyone because she felt like it was weird or odd or, you know, that she would feel angels and connect to angels. So absolutely. I think when we do express that this is, this is our world, then others feel more comfortable coming to us. Yeah. yeah, because things happen to everybody. It's just that people discount it as coincidence or whatever. Also, I just want to mention, because some people listening to this episode may not even know who Josh is. So Josh is actually Karen's son. And in the very, very first episode that we did for this podcast, um, we, we talked about um, basically the situation where Josh passed at a very young age, at the age of 23. So that's episode one, which is a really incredible episode. So please watch that so that you you connect the dots when Karen talks about Josh. Josh is Karen's son who has passed. And he communicates with me and he gives me messages and he talks to me and we have a relationship. And uh, that's kind of, you know, part of how we started our conversations together. Yeah, and you're writing a book together with Josh. So when you say you're writing a book so that people get that, you're getting messages from Josh from the other realm and you're writing it together, which is incredible. But let's just go back to um, what you touched on, Karen, which is the fears about holding back in terms of owning who we are because I went through exactly what you talked about. I interestingly, like as soon as I had a spiritual awakening and I wanted to change my path and move away from hypnotherapy towards talking about awakening and spirituality and um, who we are, our family of light, I was really frightened about doing that because I felt like I would be judged, especially from my family. And so I didn't want to talk about taking plant medicine um, in case they actually, you know, saw that episode and would think I'm some sort of 
you know, fallen drug addict because they wouldn't understand. And so I started a whole new YouTube channel because I didn't want people to see, um, you know, people that knew me to connect the dots in terms of, yeah. you know, plant medicine, spirituality, all the rest of it. And then the more I was doing it, the more I was doing it, the more it's like I have to be true to everybody. Yes, for sure. And I look at it that it's it's still because I really opened up to this whole new spirituality when Josh passed away because the question for me was where did my son go? And he can't be gone. Like he can't just be this like spirit with a personality and disappear into the ethers and and I believed in heaven, but he can't like never talk to me again. He can't not be part of our family. And so that's when I started to open up and, you know, question all these these things. And as I've moved more into getting those messages from Josh, the, you know, I hear him at night. I uh I, I remember he told me just not too long ago, I was working on the book with him. We were writing the forward and I was getting the messages about what he wanted me to say in the forward. And I used to meet him in this room that I had learned from uh it was a class I had taken about connecting with our loved ones when I was starting mm-hmm. to be curious. And they said, create a room that you can meet them in and meet them in that room all the time and know that that's your room to connect with them. And as I was connecting with him and writing the foreword, he was giving me messages about make sure the book is fun and you let everybody know how witty I was. And I was like, okay, I got it. I got it. And then he said, oh, and by the way, I'm pretty sick of that stuffy dining room that you're supposed to meet in. You get to meet me in the wrestling room because we have a garage a four-car garage and two of them is a wrestling room that he's trained for oodles and oodles of hours in. And he said, meet me in the wrestling room. It's more fun. And I he love literally, like, I didn't make that up. You know, like mm-hmm. he told me I'm sick and tired of your stuffy dining room because it was a, like an old 1800s dining room. And so I just laughed, you know, I just laughed at him because these are the kind of messages that I get. And it is so beautiful. Like I love having this relationship with them. And, and the more I do, the more I feel like other people get to have this joy too, because instead of being sad, I enjoy my connection with him. And, you know, like we've said, it's not like hugging him. And so as this develops, there's that tugging of my heart of this is important to share with others. This is my soul's path, my mission to share with others that there is like their souls, their energy, their love is still there for us. And yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that he decided that that room was too stuffy and he needed to go into the wrestling room. That is the best. But also what's great about that story is that it gives permission for other people to share their stories again. So you're talking about connecting with your son who has passed and, you know, you're giving details. And so then other people can share their story so they don't feel like they're like they're a fruit loop they don't feel like they're being weird and they can actually share the joy of connecting with their with their loved ones that have passed over so it's so important to be to be who we really are because otherwise everyone's just pretending to be somebody else and we're not showing our true self and then we're not really connecting and so we need to just let go of that fear that we're going to be judged and people won't like us anymore. I know you, you told me earlier that you were going to the Heartland Hypnosis Conference in St. Louis this weekend, which is where we first met. 
And that was one of my fears was the the creator and founder of the Heartland Hypnosis Conference, who is a beautiful friend of both of ours, William Mitchell, and he's also a pastor. And so actually he was one of the people that I was scared, you know, that I would have lost his respect and that he would think that I'm no longer believing in the Christian ideals, which I still do, of course. And so it's so interesting that, you know, we're frightened about, people judging us, people not liking us, but our people that feel us will 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 still love us regardless of our belief systems. And the thing is, the truth is the truth. When we speak the truth, which is who we really are, what we really believe in, you know, how can you knock that back? Because it's it's the truth. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I totally agree. It is so funny you say that. See, we're always so aligned is because I am going there this weekend. And I will be speaking a little bit about what my workshop coming up is, and that's the connection with Josh. And uh, I know that William is a pastor and he's a, you know, practicing pastor that did cross my mind. Like, I wonder if he's going to come to my class and the questions he's going to have for me as, you know, someone that he, you know, I've been to his church services. He, he holds a church service on Sunday morning. And I was thinking the same thing, like, I wonder what he's, you know, the questions he's going to have, because it's just a different way. And, um, you know, what I wanted to say, though, is as you were you were speaking and this really came to me is that what I've learned is that fear of judgment and the opening up and coming out of the spiritual closet for me is it my tug from what this my my purpose is, is stronger than my fear. Yeah. And that is what I, I've been telling myself, even as we're writing this book together and um, as we do this podcast and really share ourselves vulnerably and open our heart is that my belief in it and and that it's so much bigger than just religion that God wants us to celebrate the stars and the universe and all of that other stuff, the angels that he gave us to support us. It's just bigger than my fear. And so I get to step through my feel, fear because it's it's so like so strong in me. I love that, Karen, because it's exactly how I feel, that whenever I feel fearful about what somebody will say or somebody will think, I know that this that this 3D world that we're living in is not reality. Reality is where Josh is right now. That's reality. And I know that at the end of the day, we came here on this earth for a purpose and a mission, and we have to live our truth. We cannot be ruled by fear. We need to we need to do whatever we can to serve our purpose and our mission. And that is basically to speak the truth as we see it, as we go through our journey, and we cannot let fear stop us. And I always think about that as well. But the other thing is, is that coming out of the spiritual closet doesn't mean that you've got to run out and tell the world about it, you know, immediately. You can go gently, gently, gently in until you find your center and find, you know, who you are. I remember when um, uh, one of my clients many years ago, he he was brought to me by his mother because um, he couldn't pass. He was very nervous about his driving test that was coming up. Well, the first thing he said as soon as he, as soon as we were alone is, I'm a homosexual. And so it was like that was what his anxiety was about. It was nothing to do with the driving test. And it was he came to me because we had to 
Okay, that was the first, he, I was the first person he told that to in his whole life. And he was a teenager. And um, I then contacted one of my gay uh, hypnotherapist colleagues and I asked him for advice. I said, can you give me some hints here in terms of how I should handle this? He goes, just tell him he doesn't need to tell everybody straight away because that was the mistake he made because he suddenly had the courage to say he just he just went all in you don't have to it's your life you can go in gently gently and as you find where your center you can reveal personal things to people when the time is right and so I remembered that for me when I came out of the spiritual closet which is I don't have to go on Facebook and announce it to the world that I now believe this and I don't believe this you know Everything that I believe is integrated. So my spiritual beliefs also include Christian beliefs and Christian principles, and they're not separate. That's just expanded. It's bigger. So I feel like what I knew before about Christianity was a little circle, and now what I feel like I know is that little circle is part of a bigger circle, but it's not a separate circle. And so... Yeah, and so with people who are holding only the Christian beliefs, and that's okay because they're they're wonderful beliefs to hold on to, we can still talk on their terms because we're still being honest, but we don't have to force people to confront stuff just because we've confronted them. So we can still honour other people and where they are in their journey as we express ourselves and where we are on our journey. Absolutely. And I was thinking about that the other day too. I was like, gosh, you know, I, I have a really great, strong Christian foundation. And then I was thinking, here I am doing this podcast, writing a book with Josh. Like I never thought I would be connecting with dead people, right? So like you think about it in that way. I never, like never in a million years did I think I would be telling people that I truly get messages from Josh and I like hear him and I can channel him and all of these things, right? And so I don't go out and tell the general public, by the way, I'm spiritual now and I connect with dead people, right? And yet it's these little steps of letting others know that this is who I am and I get to be courageous about about the gift. I believe it's a gift. Totally. And what you said earlier, which is the positives outweigh the negatives, so like feeling more authentic and connected to ourselves and to others is so, so, so it outweighs any kind of fear about keeping small and keeping in the box. And so we just need to get real about what we believe in and it's all okay because at the end of the day, it's all a belief. We, none of us know for sure anything. And that's the mindset I feel that we need to have, you know, when we go in with the this is the absolute truth, then that's when we push away people because what we're saying is we're now open, open to the possibilities of anything being true. Right, right. And, you know, I was also thinking that this all started simply for me. It wasn't like all of a sudden I was connecting with Josh and getting all these messages. I was seeking and curious for a while. In fact, I remember starting with, okay, angels, like I can, I can, I can deal with the angel concept, right? Like angels are in the Bible and angel told Mary that she was pregnant and, you know, the immaculate conception. So I'm going to just start with angels. And that was kind of how I got into it. That was my way of saying, okay, I connect with angels, right? I'm getting the angels and I'm 
you know, talking to the angels and stuff. So for me, it wasn't like this, like all of a sudden, bam, I'm, you know, (laughs) this is who I am. So it's been a process. It's interesting because when I was first a hypnotherapist and I was holding a lot of workshops, I never talked about anything spirituality because I wanted to make sure that people respected me and I was talking about... I was talking about facts. I was talking about, you know, studies. I was talking about statistics. I was talking about numbers. And I never, even though I I was, my spirituality was opening up because all this synchronicity was happening around me and events were occurring that were mind-blowing, um, I was still keeping that really quite tight. So my first beginning, you know, you talked about you talking about angels when it came to Josh. I started talking about Elvis Presley. So, (laughs) because it's through Elvis that all the magic happened with me coming to the States, meeting yourself, meeting William, um, our relationship. And it was, that story was a story of synchronicity, of wanting something so much that you don't realize then when you when you follow your joy that other things happen and so that people could relate to the synchronicity story the well you know there must be something else and so that was the start of me talking about the something else and then the stories just kept expanding 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 and then then when I had my first plant medicine ceremony that's when I was too fearful to talk about that to the general community so I created a private group and I was very careful as to who I allowed in that private group and that's when I that's where I talked about um, my plant medicine experience and how that opened a portal to another realm which really opened my eyes about you know where we live and how we do life and so then I was so scared about those plant medicine ceremony experiences coming out on YouTube. And so that's why I created a whole new YouTube channel instead of my normal one. And now it's all back on the one channel because you know what? In the end, like not everybody is interested in your specific story anyway. People are busy. And so the people that hear you are the people that need to hear you. The people that True. connect with you are the ones that need to connect with you. Not everyone in my family is listening to any of my lives. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. And I was thinking about your story with uh, the with Elvis and how it all aligned and why you came to the States and then you saw how close it was to St. Louis. And at the time, it was more that law of attraction. And when I first got into hypnosis and hypnotherapy, that was all a newer concept for me also. And I remember... At one point, it was Victoria said something of a law of attraction. I thought to myself, what is law of attraction, right? And what we know is it's about the manifesting, the bringing things to us as we declare them and the universe brings it to us. And and that, it seems like such a simple concept now. And what I remember for you is that was all your manifesting, your law of attraction, which started that journey for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But again, it all comes under the whole banner of the way the universe works because the more we know, the more we know that we don't know. <laughs> so true. So, you know, that's that's the way that it works. If you think that you know how it all works, then mm-hmm. basically the universe is going to, you know, give you a little bit of a wake-up call to show you that you actually don't know and that we just keep learning more and more and more. And that's how we're doing this this series is because as we're going to continue to do this series, um, we keep learning, we keep speaking, we keep sharing, right? 
And there's so much, there's so much more to share about, you know, what we're learning. And like you said, we're going to have other people on, on our podcast in the future that get to share their experiences too, because that's how we learn is hearing about others' experiences and what happened in their lives and how they found their truth. Yeah. So tell me, you know, you know, just finally, in terms of overcoming that fear of um, getting out of the spiritual closet and you, you saying that your purpose and your mission far outweighed your fear, how did you connect to that, that strength that you are not going to let fear rule you? Yeah. Well, that's a huge process in my life, right? So it's a lot of, you know, my emotional intelligence courses, what I went through with a son passing away and a divorce at the same time and realizing what I, what I know is that on the other side of fear is massive breakthrough and massive growth. And now instead of backing away from fear, I run toward it because I know that that's where the growth is for me and others. And it's not comfortable as we're going through it. And yet that's how we grow and improve. And that's what our, that's what our soul wants to do. That's why we're here is to learn and grow. Uh, the other piece with that is what I learned is that when I really tap into my heart and my soul and my soul's purpose, I feel a, it's a tug. It's a knowing that this is what my life is supposed to be. And this is why I'm here. Similar to when we had the foster girls. I, I remember saying in church, God, you're the potter. I'm the clay. Tell me what to do now. Cause my boys, I was an at home mom and they were uh, going to school. And I was like, what do you want me to do with my life now, God? Because I get to do something here. And not long after that, I started having this tug to be a foster mom. I had never, I not known anyone that had fostered. I never wanted to foster. I had three rambunctious boys. No, thank you. And I pushed it away for about a year. And I would research it and be like, no way, no way, no how. And it was this tug, this heaviness, this like what I really listened to what my soul's plan was and what God wanted me to do, I could not deny it any longer. And I finally just, okay, like I just said, I guess that's what I'm going to do. And I acquiesced and it was perfect. It was a perfect plan for my life. What I do know is that they didn't get to stay with us and they now are adopted by a biological family, which is perfect. And that was part of my journey of learning how to let go because I remember the pain when they could no longer be my babies in my home. Two little girls, they were beautiful little girls. We got them at one and a half and three. And I remember um, the pain of that. And I was so sad. And then I realized that was part of my learning so that I could manage through when my son was going to go to another place. Yeah. So it's so interesting yeah. when we listen. I love that. For me, um, how I connect into the truth as opposed to the fear is I fast pace myself to my last day on earth um, and I take myself there and that's my little trick that I do and I'm like well is this what what do I want when I'm transitioning through to the next realm and what I want more than anything is to go I did everything I did it all I was completely honest I stepped into my mission and I did it fearlessly so that's what I always do and the thing is that any day could be my last day. I mean, yes. we know that from your, your story with Josh that any day could be the last day. And I often think of that. I often think, well, if today's my last day, am I going to make a, 
a decision based on fear? Am I going to make a decision based on lack mindset? Well, you know, I'm not going to. And so that's, that's the, that's where I take myself to that very last moment where I'm about to pass over. Like, yeah, I did it. I was honest. I was truthful. I showed the world who I am. I shared my beliefs. And by sharing our beliefs, it gives permission for others to share theirs. And then we're not doing this, um, fake, you know, superficial connection. We're actually connecting on a real level. I love that. And what I'm hearing is you'll never go away saying, I wish I would have, right? We don't want to be on our deathbed saying, I wish I would have. Yeah. And the only way to not say, I wish I would have is to push through the fear of all of this, right? What are people going to think of us and how do we do it? And, and, um, coming out of the closet. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. 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 What a great conversation. Yay. It's a great conversation. And I love these conversations with my beautiful soul sister all the way from Wisconsin in the States. And um, all, I'm all the way down here in Adelaide, <laughs> Australia. So I love these connections that we have. I love the fact that we get to, to do this journey together. And there's so many similarities. And we get to have these conversations. So thank you so much. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for watching. We hope you loved it. And if you did, please like this video and subscribe to the channel. And remember, always connect to your truest essence. And choose love. We'll see you next time.